start i don't even know what to do <laughs> i don't know how to i don't know how to introduce us because i'm never the first one to talk you probably should i mean you're you are way better at it johnny on the spot johnny on the spot Woo! johnny on the spot johnny on the spot uh-huh. that was sexual yeah okay i mean it's a it's a sexual segment <laughs> it is you know what it, yeah it, it kind of <laughs> is it kind of is hey mm. it's halloween mm-hmm. halloween Hey, we're going to take a quiz. Are you ready? Yeah. So is this a... Where's the thunder tube? Come on. It's Halloween. We're going to find out. Ooh. Well, BuzzFeed's going to tell me how old Uh, you are. If you're in your (laughs) teens, 20s, or 30s based on your Halloween candy choices. And I'm pretty curious because I have a distinct feeling it's going to tell me you're like 57 years old. And that's not one of the options. (laughs) It's going to tell you that I'm an, an ageless, immortal being. I knew that already. Yeah. Now I have a thunder tube in my hand and I can't hold my phone. <laughs> All right. First, mm-hmm. we're going to pick a chocolate candy. Mm-hmm. Kit Kat, Almond Joy, Reese's, Milky Way, Twix, or M&M's? Reese's. Gross ass motherfucker. <laughs> Chewy candy. Skittles, Starburst, Twizzlers, Laffy Taffy, Swedish fish or gummy worms? Swedish fish. Correct. Good mm. job. Yeah, thank you. Sour candy. Sour Patch Kids, Warheads, Sour Punch Straws, Sweet Tarts, Lemon Heads, or something called Toxic Waste Hazardly Sour Candy. Were Warheads on there? Sorry. Yeah. Warheads. Well, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s kids will remember this one. <laughs> <clears throat> Pick an old person candy. Werther's Original. Charleston Chews, Bit of Honey, Tootsie Roll, Necco Wafers, or Good and Plenties. I will just say, Werther's Originals get a bad rap because I, Werther's Originals fucking rule. There are two candies on this list that I think fucking rule. So yeah, I'm an and, old person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they fucking rule ass. Is that so, your choice? No, Necco. Necco Wafers are not even food. They're not consumable. I know. That's why they're old people candy. They're from like. They're from the Great War. Yeah, they're from the Blitz. When nobody had yeah. any food. <laughs> Blitz candy. <laughs> Pick a seasonal candy. Candy corn, caramel apple pops, Halloween peeps, pumpkin pie Kit Kat, Hershey's candy corn bar, or candy pumpkins. I'm into those pumpkin pie Kit Kats. Those sound dope as hell. I've never had those. I've but... never. I did not know that was a thing. I'm super into it. Actually, maybe this is going to tell me you're a child. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I do feel like we're all over the road on this one. Hard candy. Jolly Ranchers, Blow Pops, Gobstoppers, Atomic Fireballs, Lifesavers, or Dum Dums? Ugh. Uh, Gobstoppers? Sure. Why not? This is so hard because I don't eat candy. I know. Because like, you're ever. 57. Yeah. And you can't handle it. If what? I, on, Frankly, if I could have a candy this second right now, it would be a Werther's Original. You're amazing. I would eat good and plenties. I would eat good and plenties at yeah. any time, any any day of the week. I would eat good and mm-hmm. plenties. 
Okay, this is just like a catch-all last one. Nerds, Butterfingers, Gummy Bears, Milk Duds, Reese's Pieces. Butterfingers, we're good to go. I'll stop you right there. Butterfingers, obviously. Oh, it says you're in your 30s and you have a refined palate. It's a lie on two accounts. You're in your 50s and your palate's like a child. So, I think I have a pretty good palate. You do have a pretty good palate. You're also in your late 20s. So, yeah. I was lying. I was the that was the joke. The joke was that I was the liar. Well, but I mean you're you're not. You're li- I I think I am I think I am spiritually in my 50s. <laughs> and frankly, physically, not too far it's off really either. Not that far off, no. honestly. You're listening to Everyone's a Crypt Keeper. The internet's first curated volume of Other People's Dead. (laughs) That's right. This week, we are tearing it the fuck down for Halloween. We are no longer Everyone's a Critic. That one is dead. Killed in the ground. This week, it's Everyone's a Crypt Keeper. I'm Jess. And I'm Jonathan. No, shit. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. You said it already. Yikes. Now you're Jonathan. Nope. Now you back have to be up. Jonathan. I did not. I, will I not. totally I will not. forgot. I will not that... back it up. I'm Jess and you're Jonathan. What no, a time I'm not. to be alive. Okay, but it is Halloween. So I am currently cosplaying as Jonathan. So you're just somebody wearing Jonathan's face? I mean, I do usually feel that way anyway. If we're going to get personal. <laughs> it's a little early to start with this energy. I know, right? Good gracious. That is, that is typically how I feel, though, in, in day-to-day life. I'm going first this week. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just I'm gonna take this train car and I'm just gonna jerk it wildly onto a different track, <laughs> wildly. Um, wh- uh, what are what are you what are you doing? I so to celebrate Halloween. Yes. I am going to bring some delicious Halloween recipes from the scariest website on the internet, the Food Network. The Food Network. Ah! 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 And many of them are in the second act, not in the first act, but in the second act. We are going to look at recipes from the scariest TV chef. I don't even want to hazard a guess. I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to we'll save leave it. it. I'm just going to leave we'll it. We'll just leave it. It's not Guy Fieri. See, see, I figured that was everybody's first guess, <sighs> but I feel like I know differently and I'm just not going to, yeah. I'm going to zip it. That's extremely did, exciting though. Did we explain what we do? No, that's see, that's usually your job. See, okay. folks, what we do is we go to graveyards at night. We dig mm. up dead people. We bring them back to the laboratory. We resurrect them there. And then we read them funny reviews from the internet about things like deviled eggs. <laughs> and then they get back in their graves on purpose. <laughs> so that's our that's how we that's how we deal with the the zombies. Yeah, okay. basically. Our podcast is going to be the number one defense in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. I'm not ready for this shit. Cannot be here. And they're going to get back in the fucking ground. What are we getting started with? Let's let's get the fuck back on track. What are we getting started with here in the, in the first part with you? Okay. I was working on my thesis late one night when my roommate offered me a natty light. My brain is so large, it's never at rest. I know when a beer is 1.57 at best. I went to school. I went to graduate school. I went to school. I'm no longer a fool. I went to school. Listen to my ridicule. I went to school. I went to graduate school. We're doing a spooktacular edition of I Went to Grad School. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm- I 
I'm going to go ahead and say right now, thank you to family of the show, Chase, Christina, and Oliver for rewriting the graduate school theme song to the tune of Monster Mash. Oh, <laughs> wow. They did a kill. I, I was thinking you did a killer job. Cannot okay. take credit. I texted them. I was like, listen, I'm trying to make this work. And they, five minutes later, texted me back all of the lyrics. It was super good. I, I know. Like, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you okay. ready to talk about libation? I might have. I, I do just want to say this because I can't. I have a hard time keeping secrets. I might have seen you on Beer Advocate last night. Oh, damn it. It, it got me hyped. So it's fine. And I was kind of relieved to know that you were doing that because it's a great one for this one. It's, it is. It's a great Halloween special. It is. It's a perfect Halloween special, especially because we are getting started with a beer that you actually know. Oh. We are getting started with the Southern Tier Warlock. Southern Tier. I oh know. my gosh. Old school for us. Yeah. Southern Tier was one of our first like craft beer people's craft beer drinks. I fell in love with yes. Southern Tier during grad school. Yeah, I know. Fell in love with them so hard and then they just disappeared. Um like at some point you just couldn't buy them in Knoxville anymore. I know, I know. Gone. They're I a New York brewery. Right. Are they um, still around? Are they like okay? They, yeah, they're still around. Okay. Um and they're still producing Warlock, which is a pumpkin beer mm-hmm. that's very much like their other beer, the Pumpkin. Um, the, the Pumpkin was always my favorite. I know, I know. Then yeah. the Warlock's basically the Pumpkin, but it's roasty toasty. And we are gonna start as tradition. Should we should we say what this segment like is? Oh yeah, okay, I guess so. So here's the deal, <laughs> folks. People go on beer advocate and they rate things to the point zero one like decimal. Like, to the 100th, yeah. To the 100th, which is absurd. Nobody knows anything. Um, <laughs> I just... That's, so eloquently put. That's the, uh, And then they, they relate beers to things that don't... They don't. Just whatever they feeling. They, they feeling. I went mm. to grad school also. Yeah, so yeah. I really talk super good. Um <laughs> And so we're going to dig into what some people have said about this delightful pumpkin brew. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with a 3.69. Okay. A sexy a sexy At, vote. A sexy 3.69 out of 5. A sexy and kind of symmetrical patterned vote that <laughs> seems immediately like bullshit. From DArxa1. Date. October 13th, 2016. Occasion. Nearly 300 miles of traveling today and in need of a dark one. Glassware. Affaglim? Affagym? Chalice. Cool. It's chalice. It's a chalice. It's a chalice. That's the the part that's spooky. It's fine. Pours a wickedly black, flat cola with a swiftly thinning brown head that leaves a random streak. When jostled, the glass does produce some bubbles. First impressions are of intense nutmeg, pumpkin innards, thick, multi roasted bread, musty vegetable, and odd spices like ginger, peanut, and sugars. Can I stop you right there? And tell me that two of those are not spices? Yeah, two of those are not spices. Didn't actually catch that. You don't have to say pumpkin innards. You can just say pumpkin. No, 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 no. Innards. No, you can, you can just say pumpkin. It's fine. Um, also unnecessary probably it is it is indeed a pumpkin beer um also we're gonna be that specific but then just vegetables in the throat bursting with warmth at the teeth a tingle enough carbonation to elicit response big and robust at its finish first flavors included vanilla pumpkin nutmeg hazelnut ginger cereal grain green bean asparagus 
What the fuck? <laughs> Come on. I drank that beer. I drank that beer a number of times. And I never once thought it tasted like asparagus. <laughs> As time goes on, this beer picks up speed and strength, sipping like a red wine while sporting an earthy, grainy finish that makes for a worthwhile, powerful stout that nonetheless is one of the lesser Southern tier offerings I have had. Important to note in this review, there is zero punctuation, only ellipses. Wow, okay. Only ellipses are used. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, and that's, you know... Only the best get on Beer Advocate, you know? <laughs> that's true. You that's expect, true. that's, you know. I expect nothing less than this. Ugh. Are you ready to hear what a 2.81? I am I am reeling from the fact that a beer review at any point in human history mentioned the word asparagus, because that never has once belonged in any sentence about beer. Pumpkin innards taste just like asparagus. Okay. <laughs> Do they not? No. Damn. No, and they don't make my piss smell weird. And the beer doesn't either. So I don't I don't know I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm, a, you- <laughs> I'm not good with that one. Are you ready to hear what a 2.81 sounds like? Sure. From yeah. Man Bear Pat? Nope. Unhappy. This beer starts out looking great, dark and thick. It's really hard to be objective here, as I'm not a huge fan of spiced beers, but I thought I'd give this pumpkin spiced big boy stout a whirl. It's a completely overly sweet and spiced mess of beer that I'd feel bad serving to my dog. So disappointing. (laughs) I mean, there are other reasons. So sorry. Disappointing. Easily one of the most vile beers I've ever tried. No, you should only feel bad about giving your dog a beer if the beer tastes bad. Otherwise, it's totally cool for your pooch to drink with you. <laughs> also, I'm I am deeply upset that disappointing could maybe not be a typo. I am pretty sure it's a. I think it's a typo. It is a typo, but that person has the ability to say no. It was a fun pun. Oh no! Look at me. It was a fun pun, ooh, ooh. and that's upsetting. <laughs> that's upsetting. I hate knowing that that person can gaslight about their review. I don't like that. Are you ready to hear what a 1.67 sounds like? I do not like the way that you've arranged these reviews. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. Oh, so sorry. This is from Zorak1066. Okay. So maybe pumpkin beers just aren't my thing, but I know a little about Imperial Stouts and have brewed a few tasty ones in my time. But this? OMFG. <laughs> If cloyingly sweet imitation pumpkin spice mixed with cigarette butts, old coffee, and dirty socks wrapped in a tea bag, and steeped in what would have been an inadequate, at best, imperial stout, is your thing, look no further. <laughs> the only thing that kept me from dumping this monstrosity down the sewer is its 10% ABV. Kind of bad when alcohol content is the only saving grace for a beer. Awful. Just really awful. And I wanna, I wanna clue in on the interesting math. Yeah, the no, very me too. interesting math of a beer advocate. Mm-hmm. Look for smell two, <laughs> taste one, feel three. Below two average, which which gives yeah. us a one point six seven. Yeah, which I'm not great at math. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's how. That works. The thing, the thing is, this is what they don't tell you. 
Beer Advocate is actually just the spiritual successor to Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> you know, and it's very themed. It's very focused this time. Drew Carey made it very focused. But everything is made up and the points don't matter. So it's fine. Everything is made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a more accurate description of BeerAdvocate.com. Somewhere, Colin Mockery is writing all of these reviews because the other ones can't be bothered. They have they have shit to do. Yes. One of them hosts Let's Make a Deal, which is fucking hilarious. And it's Wayne Brady of all of like yeah. Wayne. That's what Wayne Brady went on to do. Yeah, I mean, well, how yeah, how else do you get work after the clown show that is whose line is it anyway? I guess you just make TV for old folks. <laughs> right. Fuck, Drew Carey did it. I mean, yeah. Let's make a deal is significantly more depraved than The Price is Right, but otherwise, same audience. 4.79 from JMFP. Generally speaking, I'm not a big fan of stout, but this shit freaking rocks. <laughs> Poured from a growler. Shit, I, fine. Fucking not. Not okay. <laughs> Fucking is not okay. <laughs> I didn't waste a lot of time ogling the appearance, although I will say that the head was ample, full, and clung to the glass for a long time. Ooh. But instead, buried my schnoz into the tulip glass and enjoyed the clove, nutmeg, cinnamon, coffee, vanilla nose, and then satiated my curious thirst, desperately inspired by an afternoon spent wrapping presents with my mother-in-law's, our two grand rugrats. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and wow, I was rewarded. Thank you, God. Anyone who personally, <laughs> personally, personally, anyone who enjoys good beer made well will appreciate this palate pleaser. Smooth, multi taste with great balance between the alcohol and the creamy texture and the root beer like taste of this charmer. Throw another log on the fire and peel off your panties, honey. This one's a keeper. Oh my God! What happened there what at the end? Happened friend? there. We were doing fine. Yep. It was like too much. You decided to just bust out the thesaurus, which is fine. Fine, fine. I, it's annoying, but whatever. We'll manage. You need to get naked by a fireplace to enjoy this one. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a naked by the fireplace b- beer? No, I mean I would. Yeah, for sure. It sounds great. I guess it's the sort of oddly like. It's a little. It's a, it was put in a creepy way. It, <laughs> it was put. In, it was. Oh, was it? Oh, what is it was that? put in a creepy if, Halloween kind of way. If we boil it down, if yeah. we boil it down, it was put in a creepy, not Halloween way, <laughs> and that that is the issue. <laughs> I feel like we should start. You know, when somebody says something is funny, and you have to clarify, like funny uh or like funny haha yeah I, we should start doing that with creepy like creepy halloween or like yeah. creepy like mm-mm. <laughs> and this creepy is creepy halloween is a good label i like it that. is this is like creepy halloween where yeah. some people you meet are creepy uh-uh that's no, an, no. that's an uh-uh no 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 yeah <laughs> 2.54 you look broken yeah we're almost done mm. Pours a thin cola dark brown with bubbly half-inch head that recedes to the edge. It's taken me a while to put my finger on this. Creamed corn! Uh. Deep malt and roasted pumpkin seed and pumpkin flesh. Okay, meaty. That's all fine. With a touch of smoke. 
Also, uh-huh. smells like the inside of a jack o' lantern's aging flesh that's been sitting around a while after Halloween. God. Sorry, can't get away from the creamed corn. Roasted Mexicali sweet cream corn. That's what I said at the at my last Thanksgiving. I <laughs> cannot get away from the creamed I can, corn. I'm sorry, I cannot get away from this creamed corn. Cannot. I also get pumpkin, <laughs> more maize than nutmeg, and heavy cinnamon. Mouthfeel I'm is... I'm sorry, maize? Mace. Oh, mace. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. maize. It should have been maize. Can't get away from okay. this creamed corn. It's it's sad when I can I can like be ready to to launch on the fact that they chose to say maize instead of corn, <laughs> and then they actually said mace, and my response is cool. That's fine. That's cool. Because it's not super chill. Super not. Mouthfeel is med to heavy that carries with low end carbonation, lingering taste of like this pie was barbecued over mesquite wood rather than in grandma's kitchen. Also, cinnamon is heavy on the palate. Creamed corn brew. This does not sit well with me. Too much going on. Pumpkin, roast, spice, smoke, malt, and corn. Reminds me of when I begged my wife to bake chocolate flan. She always baked the most outstanding custard flan, but I wanted chocolate. It was horrible. So this warlock, I thought I would love an imperial stout pumpkin, and it ain't working. I'm going to stick with pumpkin. This warlock is pass for me. So many beer advocate reviews are like the... The scene in a movie where we're watching our main character listen to some inane conversation in the background and it's driving them crazy. This is the shit being said in that conversation. <laughs> and I cannot keep up. Like, it is just that one and so many of the other ones are such a parade of bizarre bullshit that I can't keep up. There were at least three points in there where I wanted to stop you and figured, well, I'll just say it later. Yeah. And I've already forgotten. Yeah, they're already All the stuff I was, I have no fucking clue because I cannot keep, it's a parade of bullshit. It's, it's you just open the dictionary and you hit it against a wall <laughs> until all the words you don't need to use anymore fall out. And then you <laughs> scoop them into a dustpan and you put them on Beer Advocate. It's just where sleepwalkers go to write things on the internet. <laughs> And, and they're all they're all having fever dreams. I'm a fever dream. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's a that's a weird thing you said. I it is, but I didn't know what else to say. And I'm I'm all done with my beer reviews. Okay. So it was spooky. It was kind of creepy and weird. So we're staying on brand and on theme. Tell us about recipes. Oh, oh, that was loud. <laughs> I, I can safely say that we are making our fucking weirdest episode ever so far. This, Gee, that delights me. This is so off the rails. Um, so let's get back on track, kind of, and then go right back off track again, probably, by looking at, <laughs> by looking at recipes from the Food Network. The first recipe, and these are, okay, so to do this topic, what I did was I hopped on the Food Network. Well, actually, I just Googled Food Network Halloween Recipes. Because I figured, like, with the Super Bowl, they had a whole page dedicated to, like, yeah. Super Bowl yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just used that, and it was funny. So I thought, I'll do the same thing for Halloween. They do have that page. It's a, it's a listicle. It's a list of links to stuff on their website. And it's the title is just Halloween Recipes. You have to scroll, like, 10 fucking pages to get to a recipe. <laughs> Before that, I shit you. And I, I'm not. You can. I am not fucking kidding. It's so hard to believe. Before that, it was just like collections of recipes, 
you know, like lists yeah, that, that weren't yeah. going to be helpful because it wasn't telling me how many reviews they had. And also just like photo collections of like Alton Brown wearing costumes and Sandra <laughs> Lee wearing costumes. Like it was just all the bullshit. And then finally, finally, there are recipes and you only get like two per page because it continues to be mostly bullshit. To be fair, that's how a lot of recipe blogs do it, too. Yeah, you but gotta, you got to you got to scavenge hunt all the way through what they did over the weekend yeah, to find the recipe. Yeah, but it's one it's at least all there. That's true. That's fair. And it wasn't even a good collection. Like I like I can't stress enough that the title was Halloween recipes. One of the recipes was by Rachel Ray and it's for garlicky beef. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Well, it, the recipe does call for red or white wine, which I guess is spooky if you're Mormon. But- it is. It is. <laughs> if you're Mormon, that's terrifying. But otherwise, not Halloween related. We are going to get started with a recipe that's just by the Food Network Kitchen. This is just a generic recipe made by no one. Mm-hmm. And it's for pecan caramel spiders. Ooh. Ooh. The ingredients are not. There's nothing in there that's worth looking at. It's just, it's it's pecans. You make caramel, chocolate. You use black licorice to make the spider legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can envision it. So we're not going to go over the ingredients, but I do just want to go over step five of the recipe because this will be, okay. be worth okay. noting for later. Ladle a couple tablespoons of warm caramel over some of the nut clusters to make the spider bodies. Then press six pieces of licorice into the warm caramel to make the legs. Repeat with the remaining caramel and licorice. It's helpful to have an extra hand here, since the caramel can set quickly. If caramel hardens, warm over very low heat. Let spiders cool 15 minutes. Okay. okay. I'm very scared that that's going to come back up later. It will. We do have a one-star review from Donald P. first. What a waste of time. Wish there was more negative feedback. I'm embarrassed to send my boyfriend to work with them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> To which everyone said, don't. Okay. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Tell your boyfriend to stop at the Kroger, get some PB cookies. Yeah. If it needs to be Halloween themed, get some orange ones. Yeah. Oh, they sell. Yeah, for sure. Orange and black. Boom, boom, boom. Done, done, done. Done. Totally done. Easy peasy. Everyone's going to be happy with that. We have another negative one star review here from CVHH. This is the worst recipe I've ever seen. (laughs) If you read this, don't pay attention to the other comments. Trust me, I did, and look what happened. I don't recommend this at all. Cool story. What happened? We don't. We we may what never happened? know. We may never. Their kitchen exploded. They came. The spiders came to life and ate them. <laughs> it's a spider <laughs> typing this. Don't do it, folks. <laughs> we are cogent. <laughs> they have severe arachnophobia, just like I do, and oh, they didn't yeah. find out until they made them. That they were spiders? Yeah, they like they made them. They, they they pulled them out of the oven. They, all the spiders were ready to go, and they were like, oh, this is so nice. And then there was a good comedic pause, and then full meltdown. Full meltdown. Well, they full were counting out meltdown. the licorice legs, and they were mm. like, one, two, three, four, five. And they started to put that sixth leg on there, uh-huh. and then they were like, oh, shit. It's funny that you mentioned that. How many legs do spiders have? S- six? Eight? Eight? Oh my gosh! Spiders have eight legs! We have a four-star review from Barbara J. That's what was weird about the introduction! We have a four-star review from Barbara J. I'm such a dumbass. Great recipe, but spiders have eight, not six legs. I, I, you just, you said six, put six things, and I was like, that sounds right. 
Ants have six legs. Oh, no, our entomologist friend listens to this, and now yeah. she knows what an idiot I am. This segment, because of this, becomes a talk shit get dragged. Talk shit get dragged. I will dragged. say, that was the only comment I could find that, like, I, I think someone got on there and was way ruder about it, oh, and everybody's okay. responding to them. I could not find that review. Of course not. It was me. Yeah, this is yeah because you clearly know because like, I clearly know how you many clearly legs know. spiders have. This is a four star review from Naomi F. I thought the recipe turned out great. I can't wait to send them to work with my husband. No, which apparently is not a good like, thing. Is, uh, are these children? Why are they sending grown ups to work with pecan spiders? <laughs> Mister Six Legs. Nobody thinks you're any smarter because you use big words or know that arachnids have eight legs. We've all known that since first grade, but not the Food Network. The Food Network did not know. No. Also, if you were aiming to impress the anonymous internet masses, you should really work on your grammar. Grammar spelled incorrectly. Good. Why bring us all down when we're just trying to have fun with a silly holiday, huh? Don't send your partner to work with ants. Four stars from Holgen. Cute recipe. I agree with some getting technical. Oh, gee, it's just for fun, guys. Do you really think the kids would care if it had six, eight, or ten legs? Thanks for the recipe. <laughs> I know yeah. about children, and children are going to be the absolute first person to tell you that spiders have eight legs. <laughs> Liam, three-star review, agrees with you. Okay, so this is just for fun and not a biology assignment. But you wouldn't deliberately give a dog two legs or six. Just because it's for fun doesn't mean you shouldn't be accurate. <laughs> and you are underestimating kids if you think they won't notice or care. May try the recipe next year with eight legs. <laughs> I mean, listen, that is a lot of little pieces of licorice to stick on one pecan. I get it. Pecans are tiny. I don't know. Get a Brazil nut. <laughs> we have a four star review from Ashley F., I'm really excited about making these adorable spiders this year. I've never made these, and I'm a first-timer on making edible animals, lol. Lol? Not sure why that's funny. I will take all of the past comments in consideration, spelled incorrectly. Chocolate licorice, if I can find it, and melting already made caramel squares. Thanks so much for your helpful comments. New paragraph. Uh-oh. 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 Cooking does not fit into a biology or chemistry class. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Which that's fucking interesting because it turns that's out fucking interesting. It turns out. Do go on. Cooking is chemistry. It is in fact chemistry. It is chemistry for the masses, and you don't always know what you're doing, but it is chemistry. Do go on. Oh, please do go on. <laughs> cooking is all about presentation and how the different spices and flavors blend together. Who cares if you're making an edible spider to an edible cat? The only person who is going to judge on if this spider has eight legs or not is an et etymologist. Oh, you know, those <laughs> etymologists, you can't, you just can't trust an etymologist. My goodness. Or, or. Two people you can't trust in the world, an etymologist and a chemist. And a chemist, or, and we're going to equate entomologists with this, a stuck up person who is having a bad day. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't ruin the fun for celebrating an exciting holiday. And you know, you know, the only person who knows how many legs a, a lion has is a zoologist. <laughs> who the just... five, six, eight, ten? Who knows how many legs a lion has? <laughs> only a zoologist or some stuck up asshole. And I just, um, 
There's there's more of those that I'm not even going to read. There were a lot of people upset that somebody mentioned that spiders have eight legs. And I guess they did it in a rude way. We'll never know, unfortunately. But like, I was so baffled as to like what the stakes are. But the thing is, they don't even have to mention it in a rude way. Their comment could have just been, hey, folks, arachnids have eight legs. And everyone Period. would have lost it. their That's fucking it. minds. That's all it takes. What, why, what is there to be upset about? It's it's it, it is indeed a scientific fact. That it's could, just a fact. That could be the new subtitle of our show. What is everyone upset about? What are you doing? Cease and desist. Which is what the food network is going to do to us. Yeah. At some point. That's fair. Hey, but listen, we know an etymologist and spiders have eight legs. If your life is a fucking mess, send us mail on the pony distress. Yeah, we had to change our song. This is our mailbox segment, and we had to change our song because we were brutally, brutally called out on Twitter, appropriately for this segment, by listener at Dr. Zichter. Thank you, Dr. Zichter, who called us out for rhyming stress. With With stress. With stress. (laughs) Which, um, fair. Uh, We have some people to thank, right, for some new reviews and some emails. We do, we do, we do, we do. I would like to thank 3rdL01, S. Jameson20, Zichter, and C.E. Schooner for leaving us reviews on Apple or iTunes or whatever it's called. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Really appreciate it. They all made me laugh. Uh, Dave B. did, in fact, think they were funny. (laughs) I also want to thank listener Brittany for reaching out to us over email. And I want to say two things real quick. A, you send me cats reviews and that makes me unendingly happy. We are going to come back to those in an episode that will maybe not be so long. Like this one is definitely going to be. And also, you are not an idiot. You're great. (laughs) I know it already. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I have some reviews that we were sent on Twitter that I would like to read. Um, Maybe one or two of those. Uh, I do also just want to give a brief oops, I fucked it for... I said something in that episode about crepes, about how like uh, a sugar lemon crepe is nothing. You you said, why I, would you eat a crepe with just lemon juice on it? And I oh, started yeah. to argue with you, but yeah. you were so adamant. I just left yeah. it lie. Um, so yeah. thanks, Twitter, for back in... Well, I didn't say anything, so I'm still on the wrong <laughs> side of history. But thanks, Twitter, for being the voice I didn't have the confidence to be. Yeah, I um, I do have a tendency to just kind of say shit. <laughs> and I... And I love to be called out for it. Frankly, I love to be called yeah, out for it because somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to. And I live in a perpetual state of fear and anxiety that I'm not being called out. So don't worry. Now we have Twitter. Which is weird, but true. Like, I, I would rather just be called out and know rather than live with not knowing if I'm fucking up. So <laughs> little oops, I fucked it there. And what's that Twitter user's name? Uh, at Pale Tuvier. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I uh, appreciate that. I would like to thank at OhMyGodder91 for sending us a hilarious review. I don't think we have time to read the whole thing in this episode because it's already going kind of long. But I do want to come back to it because it's fucking ridiculous and about Nerf guns. We were also sent to a very funny review from at Bands and Coffee who got their boyfriend to binge our whole show. So thank you so much for thank that. You, thank you. Uh, hopefully did not start at episode one, but probably did. Uh, we do have a funny review from them, though. Why does this community not speak up louder? My family was blatantly humiliated at Pat's Pizza. While other customers <laughs> just tucked their heads into their plates and became quiet. 
I went as far as speaking to the owner and BBB. Nasty manager. Female. (laughs) (laughs) To which somebody in this Google review did respond, that's Maine. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. I would also like to thank at Rock Throwing Man for sending us some very funny uh, question and answers for the Nintendo Switch Ring Fit Adventure, um, as tweeted by somebody else on Twitter. Some great question and answers, things like question, will this work on my son's Nintendo Vita? Answer, there is no such thing as a Nintendo Vita. (laughs) (laughs) Question, so you have to have Nintendo Switch to work this? Answer, Yes, it's a video game for the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) So a Switch is needed to play it. (laughs) Question, does this game work with the Wii? Answer, did you read the information provided before asking a question? No, you did not. These are feisty. (laughs) The baby boomers have indeed invaded that particular part of Amazon. (laughs) Whoops, whoops, whoops. (laughs) Yep. And I believe we're ready to get back to your segment. So we are going to talk about Wake Up Dead which is an imperial Russian stout Ooh. or a Russian imperial stout from Left Hand Brewing Company. As found on Beer Advocate. Good. Okay. As found on Beer Advocate. There, I felt it was very Halloween-y to yeah. have something called Wake Up Dead. Yeah, good. I figured you'd do Halloween-themed stuff. That's good. Yeah. Um, also, Left Hand Brewing is like not a particularly rare one. I, no, I think no. Do we get that here still? Do we get that in Portland? I think so. Yeah. I've seen it like pretty it's much everywhere. Most, it's most places. Yeah. Um, and usually this is a point where I would read the like what somebody got paid to write about the beer, um, but that does not exist. Real shame. So I can tell you that on the bottle, there is a, a, a skull, <laughs> and in the mouth of the skull are the words Imperial Stout. And it's called Wake Up Dead, which is sometimes how you feel when you've had a bunch of Wake Up Deads. So that's so, cool. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. 4.41. Good. Okay. From Wheelsy. Typical. Straight from the bomber into an oversized wine glass. Wow. The appearance is all that it should be. I was surprised by the khaki one finger head. In fact, it made me giggle a little bit. Yes, sir. (laughs) I am a beer nerd that got my jollies kicked like a schoolgirl. But this is not a schoolgirl beer. In fact, it's... In fact, it is manly as hell. It's toasty and roasty, even gives me hints of some of those barrel stouts, probably because the bottle says that it lurks in their cellar for four months. Love this beer at the moment. It is very filling. Be careful with this hairy beast. So, yeah. Did you know that there were boy beers and girl beers? Well, I knew that people think that. (laughs) I certainly knew that people think that. So the qualities of a, of a man that we got out of that review, the qualities of a, of a big boy, um, hairy, hairy, cool, unfortunate, carbonated, cool, carbonated, um, roasty, toasty, roasty, toasty, which is interesting, more interesting in a cellar, which <laughs> that's the most accurate one lives in a cellar. All men come from the cellar. All men come from the cellar. You know, the man cave. Oh, you dig out the man cave like a like a the like man, a mole. The man cave. The man cave like a mole. Oh man, I wish men looked more like moles. Right. Damn. Oh, so many nips. <laughs> That's the problem with men; they don't have enough nips. 
score. That's that's the only one. That's the only problem. Only one. Not enough nips. Four point one five. From ethanol for one. Fuck off. Aroma is very nice, like a fresh bag of black movie licorice, mild Tic Tac, or good and plenty off. with Come rock on. fuel. Picture Choo Choo Charlie in handcuffs for DUI and, ne- ne- and negligent homicide when his train jumps the rails. Deep dark color, spiced aroma, not hoppy, bitter coffee correcto flavor, like spiked iced black coffee or summer Roman afternoon to keep you correcto when some nerve wracking vacation event takes your temper from zero to PO in 30 seconds. Mouth feels thick, but also glycerin, like an odd table wine made from burnt sugars. With a nearly bourbon bitter finish, this stuff just tastes strong. Certainly a sipping beer. Apart from watching a team I hate wine the Super Bowl or some college friend egging me on for old time's sake, hope not to have too many occasions to drink enough to, quote, wake up dead. Word to the wise, go slow, bros. Punctuate with something lighter and H2Os. This thing reminds me of Will Ferrell in old school after he's hit with that dart. Like, man, you're crazy, but I like you. <laughs> I'm so sad that I'm never going to get to try this beer because it's just for boys. That's yeah, so sad. I know. My, my tiny would... little lady hands are just not going to be able to hold this beer. And your tiny little lady brain can't compare it to specifically movie theater licorice. I um I refuse to respond to that review <laughs> because I try not to rubberneck. It's rude. <laughs> it's rude to other drivers and it's rude to what's happening at the accident. <laughs> and I'm trying to be better about rubbernecking. So I refuse to say anything about that review because it would indeed be rubbernecking. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Moving on. We're going to switch beers. Okay. Switch beers, switch gears. Switch beers, switch gears. We're going to talk about Nosferatu from Great Lakes Brewing Company. Okay. Notes. Don't be afraid of things that go hop in the night. Rich roasted malt (laughs) flavors haunt the shadows of our imperial red ale's bitter teeth. (laughs) That was a pretty good one. Uh, uh, Yeah, as far as notes go. And we we just have two reviews for this. Just to... Just to wrap up our Halloween spirit for this segment. Sure. 4.62, which is one of the most bullshitty. <laughs> I don't know why, but that one really got my blood. Like I don't know. 4.41 is pretty bad. It, it's pretty bad, but for, so there's something about 4.62 that just seems yeah. especially noncommittal. It's it's that extra 1 100th. Um, it's from Chestertonian82. Look. Dark amber that turns to beautiful ruby when held up to the light. Plenty of creamy head. Smell. (laughs) We're children. Nice fragrance of roasted malt. Taste. Goosebump inducing. Lovely, creamy flavor of roasted malt. Sharp, but not harsh in the least. As dangerous and seductive as Bella Lugosi's Dracula. I don't know if seductive works there. Nothing is more seductive than Bella Lugosi's Dracula. That's my kink. <laughs> Feel. <laughs> Despite the temptation to drink this fast, this is truly a beer to be savored. The perfect companion beer to chilly autumn evenings and perhaps an old horror movie as well. 
Overall, this was even better than I remembered it being. I always look forward to its seasonal release. This will may well be my favorite beer by Great Lakes. And that was just sort of a magnanimous moment. Yeah. It was just sort of a palate cleanser before sure. I read us one more just Looney Tunes one to send us <laughs> on our way. This is from Evil Yak, and it's 4.27. God. Oh. I would drink this with Max Trek and Buck Dharma. I don't know. I I have no idea who those people are. That's red. Like really red. Almost blood-like. Smells floral and piney with some earthiness. Flowers on a pine box being lowered into a hole six feet deep. I get it. Sweet, too. Almost cherry-like with a bitterness to it. I can't really get the whole Dracula thing to work with the taste. Mouthfeel is slightly (laughs) viscous. Mouthfeel is slightly viscous and coats my mouth. Definitely thicker than water. That's a damn good beer for October. Uh, Definitely thicker than water? What are you talking about? The whole review means nothing. Oh, my goodness. Um, I will say, I will say for an I went to grad school segment, not a whole lot of pornography. Usually there's a lot more. Usually there is a lot. Sort of straight up sexualization of beer. Oh, Max Shrek played Nosferatu. Oh. That makes way more sense. I I was supposed to Google it before we started recording. Didn't. Hey, your phone connects to space. It's cool. It does. You did it. You got it done. My phone connects to space too, and I used it to get on the Food Network. I'm so sorry about that. Thanks. I need I need your condolences at this time, um, because we are going to look at a couple of recipes. Are you Are we good? Well, I can't, I just can't believe you didn't know who Buck Dharma was because they're a guitarist. Oh, um, for <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, okay. Sure. I mean, they're spookier bands. There are spookier bands. That one's pretty spooky, though. Um, you know, scale of one to ten, like a seven. I wouldn't give them a seven. Well, I, I don't know. They, they did a they did a pretty questionable song that has a lot of cowbell. I don't know any anything about. I don't know. Anything That's about uh, them. don't fear the reaper. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so a seven. Okay, Se- seven seven on the both. Se- the sp- seven point six four four. The the extra point six four is for how controversial it was. We do have a couple of recipes. If you're ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. From the queen of Halloween, Sandra Lee. Yes. Yes. So we're not going to do this recipe. I have three. Mm-hmm. We're going to skip one of them. But I do just want to talk about this recipe to set up for listeners who might not be familiar with Sandra Lee. There is a recipe for pumpkin cheesecake petty force. And again, just to give people an idea of like who Sandra Lee is, you make your own shell for the petty four. You use a package of sugar cookie mix oh. to make these shells. Funny thing is... To get the cheesecake and the pumpkin pie that you're going to put on these shells, yeah. what you do is you buy a cheesecake, <laughs> and then you buy a pumpkin pie and bake it, and then you scoop out. You just melon ball those pies? From their crusts, from their homes where they live, you put it on your petty fours, and then literally, as the recipe states, you discard the crusts, <laughs> which is super fucking wasteful. You just put that in the garbage. We're not going to look at that one. We're going to look at, first, a recipe for cherry lollies. Oh, lollies. Cherry lollipops. So do you get cherry lollipops from the store and melt them down? No, I wish. 
uh, you use a you use a box of cherry gelatin dessert mix. Oh, yum! And then a little bit of butter, a little bit of corn syrup, a little bit of sugar, some some cooking spray, and that's it. And you'd be making your own lollipops. To which a lot of people said, "Good, I worry about giving my kids old lollipops, as if that matters." You know, the biggest thing to worry about on Halloween is old lollipops. How old? Because the, they expire. I, they do. Yeah, but please do not give a home concocted thing to a strange child on your doorstep. Don't That's do terrible. that. Do not do that. Don't do that. Don't home make a lollipop and give it to a stranger child. We do have a five star review from Elini Bean. Elini Bean. I love this recipe. <laughs> I'm 15 years old. And love, ma- <laughs> and love making these for my friends and family. They are super easy and quick. I have made them a lot with my friends starting when we were just about 12-ish and make them all by ourselves. Also, you can use Jell-O flavor and doesn't even have to be Jell-O brand. We normally pour the mixture onto a silicone baking mat, then just break it once it's cooled rather than making lollipops. But really, you should make these. <laughs> I mean, that's fun. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm 15 and I make lollipops for fun. I love it. I wish I knew how to make a lollipops at 15. <laughs> that was a way better use of my time. I mean, to be fair, these are all going to be kind of like magnanimous moments. MSN. That we're just going to have some fun with. Or whatever I was doing at 15. Probably MSN. Yeah. I was aiming. Yeah. Desperately. We, did, we didn't have aim overseas. Right. That's fascinating. That's <laughs> I know. Really what, fascinating. what an interesting thing to say. That's bizarre. Um, we do have a five-star review. From Brinja the Ninja B. <laughs> right? OMG! That was amazing! We made some cherry and some blue raspberry, and I love them. We made a few big ones in a smiley face mold. And even better, we are making some for Memorial Day. And we are going to barbecue and swim in our knee pool and have a great time. <laughs> Which is a great... I'm mag- so happy for you. It's a great magnanimous moment. A little bit unhinged. W- wildly unhinged. <laughs> Needed to tell someone. <laughs> Needed to tell somebody about the knee pool. We do have one more review. Four-star review from Aubrey S. I'm 14, so I love them. Yes. They were really easy to make and they tasted good. Lol. See, we... Listen. We have... Our society has grown to such an extent that now kids don't need to sit on the computer to chat with their friends. This is what cell phones have done for the next generation. Now they can make lollipops and talk to their friends at the same time. (laughs) Because that's all 14 and 15 year olds want to do is they want to talk to people who aren't you, mom and dad. Yeah. (laughs) And we had to do that on, on the computer. But kids these days can text. Right. So they can make lollipops and text at the same time. Yeah, I'm totally losing the plot in what I'm you're saying. I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. cell phones are great. Look at this. Look at this. I mean, this was posted 3,430 days ago. That means nothing to me. That's garbage numbers, it's like a, Beer Advocate. It, yeah, I know. Thanks, Food Network. It was about nine and a half. Years ago? Yeah. Oh, shit. So. Oh, okay. They're just a freak then, huh? <laughs> but I do just love that this recipe, for some reason, only has reviews from, like, sub 18-year-olds. Their, their aim, aim away message was just making yeah. lollipops. Making lollipop, making lollies. Kids weren't even, like, nine and a half years ago was 2010. Living my Aunt Sandy dreams. Uh, we were in college. Yeah. So they were still well past aim. This kid could text. We were we were in college. 
I gained the ability to text around 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was a late bloomer on that though, to be sure. Same. Yeah. This is riveting. Riveting. Con- riveting content. This is what people come here for. We do have a four star average recipe. Oh. Got a little lost on that one. Got a little lost on that one. Listen, I was talking about kids and texting. So we have a recipe for spider bites. And these are just little spider guys. How many legs do they have? They're little spider guys. Those have eight legs. They have eight legs. Funny thing, the recipe is tagged as healthy. And it's made of peanut butter, chocolate, and pretzels. So I'm not sure wherein the health is, but it is healthy. Yum. Thank you, Food Network. Uh, This is made with only a package of semi-sweet morsels, half a cup of creamy PB, and pretzel sticks. That's it. So it's really not that bad. I mean, it's not healthy, but it's not that bad. And the recipe basically just says to pile them up on a bit of parchment paper. You melt the you melt the stuff in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pile your you cover the pretzel sticks and pile them up on a parchment paper, and you bake them, and that's it. Okay, yeah. Doesn't at any point say how to make spiders. Um. It just says to put them together. You move to the Pacific Northwest and you walk outside <laughs> with your tray. <laughs> spiders will come. Yeah, I mean, that is actually true. That's that's what happens. You just go outside. Yeah, that's what I live with every day. We do have a three-star review because it turns out that's not good enough for a lot of people. Shit. We do have a three-star review from Lenia M. Watch the video. The recipe doesn't include an important direction. Break up the pretzels. <laughs> I did not know this and wasted my time in the ingredients expecting to be able to stack these sticks. They look more like a campfire than a spider. Yeah, I was going to say, that's how you make, like, bird nests. Yeah. Candies. We're just, we're going to find out that a lot of people couldn't figure out to just, like, break the, the, to to make it work. Yeah. To do what you got to do to make spiders. Well, how am I supposed to make it work if they don't tell me how to do it? (laughs) No thanks. We do have a one-star review from Anonymous. I will never be making these again. Directions are incomplete, and video was not working. How can you post a recipe and not explain the detail of breaking up the pretzels and reserving whole pretzel sticks to use as legs? Extremely poor for Food Network to even post this. And to say to use your hands to grab pretzel sticks and drop them on a bake on the baking sheet in clusters? Really? How are they supposed to look like spiders? This recipe should never have been posted this way. Extremely disappointed. What are you supposed to use to grab the pretzel sticks? <laughs> Tongs, <laughs> like like metal tongs. Are like, you gonna get them one by one? What are you doing? <laughs> there were a lot of those. There were a lot of those. That's we do fair. have one more review, two oh, more reviews. Oh, oh, to wrap us up. Okie dokes. Because you can't be on the Food Network if you're not gonna drag somebody. No, that's the only reason it exists. Yeah, there's just a lot of dragging. So let's it's get MMA all the time. Let's get it. Five stars from Pepper M. I like these. I already had the ingredients needed for this recipe on hand, so I made a batch yesterday. They were cute, fun, and tasty. It has three ingredients, guys. Chocolate chips, peanut butter, and pretzels. My two-year-old figured it out. (laughs) Get them, Kathy! Let's go! Clipping out of control. Clipping out of control. Out of control. This episode is fucked. We do have a we do have a, a review with no rating. 
to, to send us home. 2.86. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it a 2.86 star review. It's the most recent one. It's from over a year ago. I'm 14. I wish. This, we're going to end on a magnanimous moment. Gina A. So glad I read the comments. Now I think I know how to make the spider bites since everyone shared what was missing. I'll try them as soon as I reach my goal weight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which makes me sad because I can think of about a bazillion things I would rather eat to celebrate ending a diet yeah. than fucking Sandra Lee's spider bites. Than, than Sandra Lee's spider bites. Like a cheeseburger. <laughs> or just the pretzels. Or even. just the fucking pretzels. Well, shit, dude. Um, thanks for listening to everyone's a uh, crypt keeper. Um, this is oh, Thundertube, Please, we must go out spooky. Thank you for listening to everyone's a crypt keeper. Um, <laughs> if if you liked what you heard, oh um, god. <laughs> If you lo- this was a wild one, folks. Thanks for staying on for the ride. You can collect your pictures at the gift store. Um, <laughs> I hope nobody lost a finger. And every every picture is you at the part of the roller coaster that makes your head snap forward. It's yeah. it's every picture is you in the moment of getting whiplash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we- <laughs> Which was my experience every time. We just call it Wayne and Garth. That's the name of our roller coaster. Um, if you liked what you heard, please tell a friend. Um, y'all have been so good about that. Uh, like we usually use this little moment as a call to action, but I want to use it as a thank you this time. Um, you y'all have been so good about sharing it with your your partners and your friends and your family. Uh, thank you so much for that. It it really means a lot that you like what you're hearing enough to share it with somebody else. If you've never shared it with somebody else, I would encourage you to do that now for just pennies a day. You can share this podcast (laughs) with someone else. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us how you shared this with someone or just tell us happy Halloween. Or send us funny reviews. Or send us funny reviews, um, which we will hear more listeners uh, submitted reviews next time uh, you can reach us via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com or on twitter at critic everyone or on facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone you're doing a great job you know sometimes I kill it uh, music credits yes I would like to thank Jazar for green lights which is our outro bop outro music outro bop. I'd like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music. And as always, I'd like to thank Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of a theme song. And it might not have sounded like it for vast majorities of this episode, but it was a Halloween special. I mean, I think it sounded exactly like a Halloween special. It was deeply terrifying (laughs) and morally upsetting. (laughs) But I would just like to say happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Enjoy your Halloweens. Yeah. Stay safe Uh, out there, kids. Stay safe out there. Go have fun and get fucked up if that's your thing. Enjoy a couple movies in if that's your thing. Do both if that's your thing. It's cool. It's going to be a good time. And on that note. We're going to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Shadow cast and all, baby. Baby. I might let you put makeup on me, baby. (gasps) Yes, yes, yes. Yes.
And on that note, we'll catch you next Halloween. Ooh.